Welcome to Manifestation Priestess Podcast. I am your host, De Monte Ana, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach, mystic mama, and the creator of the Magnetic Manifestation Method. I help soul-driven women just like you activate your inner magic, heal subconscious blocks to abundance, and energetically align with your deepest desires so that you can manifest your dream life and business with ease and pleasure. This podcast is your space for all things manifestation, spirituality, mindset, and energetics to help you consciously become the best, most abundant version of yourself and to manifest the soul-aligned life of your dreams. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to Manifestation Priestess Podcast. I am your host, Daymante Ana, and as always, I'm so honored that you're here hanging out with me today. I hope you're having a wonderful day, whatever you're doing, wherever you are. So today I want to do, this is going to be kind of like a two-part, pretty quick two-part episode all about the winter solstice and the inner darkness and the inner winter. So fun fact, I grew up absolutely hating winter. Um, Up until the age of 12, I grew up in Lithuania. That's where my name comes from. And then we moved to Ireland. And before we moved to Ireland and Lithuania, Lithuania has very distinct four seasons. And the winters there are harsh. They are pretty brutal. They are very, very cold. There's a lot of snow. And as a child, I used to get really sick in the winter. So I had a lot of respiratory problems. I used to get bronchitis, sinus infections. Um, And I used to spend a lot of time in the hospital as a kid. And pretty much only in the winter. In the summer, I wouldn't really get sick at all. And then winter would come and I would start getting sick. So I think I built this kind of negative connotation with winter and being unwell and not being able to do the things that I wanted to do. So I grew up just always saying, oh my gosh, I hate winter. I would dread it every year coming. I really resisted it. And it took, honestly, it took for me to go on this deep healing journey, which actually moving to Texas really helped to embrace the winter and enjoy it. And I think part of that was because in Texas, Well, the winter is just not like in Lithuania and not like in the UK. There's still so much sunshine almost every day. We, we, in Austin at least, we had some cold days, but it could be, you know, it could be cold one day and then three days later it could be like 75, 80 degrees again and you're out there walking your dog in a t-shirt. So the winters there are very, very mild, apart from a few kind of... I don't know, like cold, cold fronts that come in. So last Christmas, when we were still in Texas, uh, we had we had a few days when it was like below freezing and it was very cold, and then it got warm again. But I think living there helped me to kind of repair that relationship that I had with winter. And I think because also uh, whilst I live in Austin. I went through, I guess, what some people call um, the dark night of the soul. I definitely went through some really dark 
journeys, personal personal things that allowed me for the first time in my life to kind of find find some comfort in the darkness. And uh, we will talk more about that in the next episode. But for this episode, I want to talk about the winter solstice. And I started celebrating the winter solstice properly for the first time when I lived in Texas. And it's become it's become like a tradition that in my personal spiritual practice, I honor the winter solstice every year. So let me tell you a little more about it. So astrologically speaking, the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere occurs when the sun reaches its most southern point in relation to the Earth's equator. So this is essentially the longest night and the shortest day of the whole year. And it's actually the beginning of the light coming back. Um, This date and position also of the sun aligns with the first day of Capricorn season. (laughs) And in many mythologies, this time is kind of marked mark the sun god's passage into the underworld so that it could come back, go into descent, and then come back um, and be reborn. So darkness here in the winter solstice kind of serves as a portal and not something to resist, which is something like I shared. I very much grew up doing, and I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us do, a lot of us have a lot of resistance to winter, And it makes sense, you know, it's cold, it's dark, we don't have as much energy, it it makes sense why we would not enjoy it, you know, maybe as much as summer seasons, but there are so many gifts that this time offers us. So really, it's kind of like a gateway, gateway to welcome us inward, to welcome us to rest, to restore, to clear, release, heal, and plant intentions that are going to bloom into fruition. This is such a such a potent, powerful time. We're in this liminal space right now. It's also, you know, the end of the year. So where you may be, if you're listening and if you're not in the Northern Hemisphere, you you're, the energy probably feels quite different to where you live. But it's still the end of the year for all of us, right? So it's still this really powerful liminal space of endings and beginnings of death and rebirths. And like we plant our intentions, just like if you were to plant some seeds in a garden um, and, you know, they lie dormant for a little while in the ground before they sprout and new life comes in the spring. And this is kind of metaphorically, spiritually, what is happening with us too, because we are too a part of nature. And we can really utilize the space that the winter solstice brings for us, this energy, this really potent magical energy to clear space, to clear, release, and heal for new beginnings. Um, Let me tell you a little bit more also about, so one of the people that celebrated the winter solstice um, the most were the Celts. I think pretty much all pagan religions celebrated the winter solstice, but um, me having had, you know, grown up as part of my part of my childhood into my adult years in Ireland and then living in England for seven years, I feel 
pretty connected to pretty connected to that land and some other traditions just really resonate with me so i'm going to tell you a little bit of history so the celts they were an indo-european they were indo-european people who mostly inhabited britain and northern europe before and during the middle ages and they had a lot of really rich spiritual traditions that honored the seasons and saw the seasons changing as something really sacred. And I think in a modern day and age, we have lost a lot of that connection with nature, a lot of that connection with the seasons. We expect ourselves to be in bloom all year long, to be producing, 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 creating, creating, creating all year long. And then we wonder why we burn out. We wonder why maybe we're not getting the results we desired. And there is so much magic that is available for us, especially when it comes to manifesting your goals, right? If you like, if you're someone who is very driven, which I know that pretty much everyone who listens to my podcast is, if you're someone who has a vision, if you're someone who has a business, if someone who has big goals, just know that you are most likely going to have so much more success manifesting them faster and in a much, much more pleasurable way, pleasurable way, which is what I'm all about and what my work is all about, is if you actually honor the seasons of nature and give yourself those times to rest and recuperate and heal and release instead of just constantly going, going, going. And I can relate to this so much because I used to be that way. I was someone who was always working, always focusing on the next goal, always chasing the next goal, always going, 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 and just working harder and harder and harder until, well, one, I wasn't getting the results I desired, and two, I burnt out. So I was like, okay, this way of living is no longer sustainable. Let's try something else. <laughs> um, and now I I listen to intuitively what feels right to me, and I kind of look into the cycles of nature and see what they represent and see what they mean. And that way of living has brought me so much more ease. And there's just something so beautiful about having more ease in our life. So anyway, so um, the winter solstice, also known as Yule, was one of the most important Celtic holidays on the calendar in the year. And it was, yeah, it was observed in the winter solstice in December, and it aligned with the shortest day and the longest night of the year, after which the light began to gradually return and the days lengthened. So to the Celts, this turning point represented the rebirth of the sun, which in their mythology was personified as a golden child or blessed infant. Isn't that so interesting? And Yule celebrations welcome back the return of the sun's life, giving light and energy. So the Celts would gather around huge bonfires. They would burn oak logs decorated with holly, ivy, and mistletoe as a symbolic invitation for the sun's rebirth. The yule logs would burn and continue to burn for 12 days for the festive holiday festivities. Um, They also perceived that the nightfall being earlier in the winter as the veil thinning between our world and then the realm of the fairies and the spirits. So the glowing yule logs would provide nourishment for the friendly and helpful spirits and light away whilst also kind of keep any more negative energies or more malicious spirits at bay. So I just think it's so 
It's so, so fascinating. And the Christmas tree actually is also a Yule tradition. Um, originally, it, it was called a Yule tree and you would decorate the tree with different little bits that you've found in nature. Um, and it, it's kind of fascinating how that got, you know, brought into brought into Christmas. Um, so when we celebrate, we do celebrate Christmas, but we also celebrate in my in my household, we celebrate the winter solstice and you will kind of as well, um, which I believe you can you can do whatever you know resonates with you. Um, but I think this is just such a beautiful, beautiful time to to be used to just kind of go inward get a little bit still and also just clear the energy and I have something for you so in the past last week um, I led the quantum leap activation challenge it was a three-day challenge it was so beautiful it was infused with rituals and ceremony and energetic activations and on day one we did a beautiful fire release ritual and you can catch that completely free of charge until December 31st. So we'll make sure we put the link for you to sign up in the comments and when you sign up you will be able to see the replay. So the replays are hosted inside my Facebook group um, and when you join a Facebook group you'll see there's three videos pinned to the very top and when you sign up for the challenge you'll automatically get the link to the Facebook group um, and then you can watch them and I highly highly recommend it and if you want to go deeper we are actually having uh, a winter solstice ceremony we're having a winter solstice ceremony on Tuesday which I just realized this podcast episode is coming out on Wednesday. So however, you are welcome to come join us inside Sacred Wild Sisterhood and catch the replay because this energy is going to be in the air. It's going to be kind of really potent for a while. And catching the replay of the ceremonies, the activations, the rituals is just as powerful as doing it live. So not only would you be able to catch the winter solstice ceremony replay from this year, there's actually a replay already available from the year before. So if you need some help, you're like, I'm not really sure what rituals I want to do, but I really want to make use of this energy. I love the idea of clearing space because honestly, that's so needed. That's so needed. I feel like so many people, January 1st comes around and they set their goals and they're like, this is what I want. This is my resolution. This is what we're doing. But they don't spend any time actually clearing the energy from the year before, clearing and releasing any past hurts, any disappointments, any quote unquote failures, anything that went wrong, anything that hurt you, anything that maybe didn't work out or align as you wanted, any guilt, any shame, any just so many feelings that we experience in a year by just being a human and going through the human life journey. All of us go through these things. All of us experience these emotions and they kind of stay in our energy field. They stick around. So it's such a beautiful and powerful practice. It's like clearing the slate. It's like you are creating space for your intentions to actually manifest and come into your life. You're clearing state, clearing state, you're clearing your slate to really start fresh and start again and to be able to really kind of reset your energy so you can begin again. 
It's so, it's so, so needed. Do not skip this step. Whether you do it with me and allow me to help guide you, which I would be so privileged to do, whether you do this on your own, I would just highly, highly recommend and encourage that you do some work to reflect and release everything from 2023. So that is what I have for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the inner winter in the next episode. But for now, enjoy. And I hope to see you inside Sacred Wild Sisterhood and the Quantum Leap Challenge. Bye, my loves. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and send it to a friend who may enjoy it too. See you on the next episode.